today's episode is another My Favourite Tip episode where I go back to interviews from the past and I dig out the thing that was my favourite tip, like the thing that I got out of the interview that really impacted or resonated with me. Today's extract is from my chat with Dr. Jason Fox. So this is my second time having Jace on the show. I was very keen to have him back and check in with him during COVID and see how he has adapted to the way he approaches work. So if you haven't come across Jace before, Jace is someone that I've actually known for about a decade now. So like me, he is a scientist at heart and has a bias for strategies that are grounded in research. Jace travels the world, or at least he did pre-COVID, helping leaders from companies such as Microsoft, Salesforce, McDonald's and Toyota in the area of motivation design. Jace is also the best-selling author of The Game Changer and How to Lead a Quest and in 2016 was awarded Keynote Speaker of the Year. So this extract from my chat with Jace was around something he was experimenting with at the time, which was looking at a seven-day rhythm for work and life, which I found absolutely fascinating. So let's head on over to Jace. I have allergies to concepts. And so one of the one of the concepts that just flares my allergies is this word discipline and whenever someone says discipline I just like flare up and there's part of me that just like the trickster in me or something just wants to kind of be all fluid and be like hey all spontaneous or whatever it is um and so recently I was doing this interview series on information overload and um the previous person set forth the questions for me and they'd written this article on the discipline and I kind of promptly ignored it um, because it had the word discipline in it. I've since had a look at it and what this guy is doing um, is he, he kind of organizes his week on a 10 day cycles. And so how this works in terms of a ritual and a rhythm is 10 days, 10 business days, 10 days, 10 days. just 10 okay. days. So what he's trying to do is desynchronize from the typical week. So he has these 10 day rhythms, which he calls a decade, because previously a decade would refer to 10 days, not 10 years. And he's, he, he would start with a day of absorbing news and like getting a sense of what's going on in the world, basically living like a normal person. And then he'd kind of on that day map out what the, what what this 10-day rhythm would be like. And in the 10-day rhythm, he would have different focuses for each day. His, can you believe it? I've forgotten his name. William Van Der Vick. Van, I will, I will, so we'll send it to me. I'll show, put it in the we'll show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, in any event, uh, so the different focuses might be a reading day. And that would be uh, every spare moment you spend reading. Uh, there's a difference, like a play day, a make day, a create day. Um, and I kind of like that because I fall into this trap sometimes of being very optimistic in the morning about what I can achieve. And then getting through to 4 p.m. realizing I've only done 10% of my to-do list and I curse my optimism and I say, this is why, you know, I shouldn't hope and, uh, you know, embrace despair into the night and then I reset the cycle in again each day. And this, um, and what happens in the process is a lot of, you know, really good things that I'd love to be doing, like learning, I'm, I'm, I'm learning the tabla at the moment, which is an Indian hand drum. And there's working on the next book. There's a lot of bigger projects that don't necessarily fit in, you know, optimized day-to-day rhythms. Even if you were to schedule time to work on it, it doesn't, doesn't quite fit as a conscious thing that flares up because there always, almost always seems to be other more important salient 
emergent uh, things to kind of tackle. But with this, with this focus, it allows you to say, okay, today's a reading day. Every spare moment, I'm going to try to read. Uh, or today's a make day. Every spare moment, I'm going to try to make. So what I've done is taken that inspiration. But for me, I can't, I can't really fathom desynchronizing from a seven-day work week because there's just some things that happen on... Like I know on Saturdays, I'm probably going to be, you know, there might be maybe a social thing. I don't know. Um, I know that uh, on Sundays there's house things to do, like, you know, cleaning up the house and groceries and things like that. I know on on Mondays it's kicking on. So, so I've got this, I've got this thing, a seven day rhythm that I love to play with. And, and I'm trying to link this to the lunar cycle. So... We've got uh, the full moon every 28 days, roughly. And so that's four weeks of seven. So, so hear me out. <laughs> you, uh, you guys can't see this as you're listening, but um, Amantha gives good back channeling of um, with the face expressions and stuff like that. So as I say, <laughs> cycle, it's great to see your reaction. So, um, so here's, what, here's what it looks like. Um, as you know, I, I choose one word each year to serve as a fuzzy contextual beacon and, and to kind of do a lot of heavy lifting amidst complexity. And my word this year is bard. A bard is a entertainer, a trabador. And I was trying to go uh, bring more enchantments. Originally, it was about doing more gatherings, but uh, COVID, <laughs> COVID-19 has put a stop to that. that, except for online mode. But um, so here's what it looks like. I have different modes that I cycle through. So on Mondays and on Saturdays, I'm in bard mode. And this is where I'm outward looking. I'm more social on Mondays. I kind of do a lot of online social stuff. Like that is the one day that I do social media. I don't really like social media, but if I'm going to be paying attention, I'm finding, I'm actually finding that there's a lot of sense to be found from some folks on Twitter. And in terms of a sense-making thing, I'm finding it's useful to dip in there, but I don't want to be subsumed or drowned in it. So I try to curtail it to the, to the day. It's also Mondays of the day I get on top of emails, I interact with folks. It's socializing in in internet sense. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm in wizard mode. And that is where I embrace the disposition of someone who's prioritizing intellectual pursuits. And so this is like deep work, but it's allowing myself to stay in deep work beyond the deep work session. Well, not really beyond, I'll do the deep work, but then I might've queued up some, I need to read some nonfiction things, or I need to kind of do some more highlighting there. And so I'm kind of, I'm staying in the zone as much as possible. And what it also means is if people are trying to schedule social things or going out to dinner on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, or whatever it is, I'm probably more likely to summon a lofty, arrogant, uh, hermit-like wizard mode and and decline. Um, Fridays and Sundays are my druid days. And a druid, and this is for want of a better term, a druid is someone who's very connected to nature, very in tune into the rhythms and flows, and is probably more likely to emphasize maintenance activities instead of making or, or socializing. So on Fridays, I'll make sure I get some extended time in nature. Kim and I might go for a hike or something. I'll also... I would also, you know, tie up loose ends and just do good restorative or rejuvenative activities. And on Sunday, that's kind of like a home day, like where I'm just consciously at home reading, pottering away in the garden, cooking um, and doing things like that. And I'm finding that 
In addition to all the savvy stuff when it comes to productivity and deep work, having these thematic overlays to the to the week allows me to embrace different dispositions that means that when it comes to, um, you know, super deep work, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to happen. When it comes to socializing, I can kind of say, ah, oh, sorry, I can't do it today, but how about we catch up on Saturday or how about on, on, on Monday and so on. And so, I, and then there's, there's two other elements coming back to the moon. On a new moon, which is when it's the darkest moon, I go into a trickster mode. And that is um, a trickster mythologically is someone who inverts paradigms and tr- uh, kind of plays with, tries to enter a meta-rational or transrational perspective to to ask the questions, are these things working? You know, what's working? What needs to be tweaked? How can we tweak our own destiny and fate here? I don't believe in destiny and fate, by the way, but... Uh, and then the full moon, I embrace the lunatic element of things. That's where lunatic came from. And that's where I go full mode. And that's where I have permission to uh, what anyone who's read um, Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way would, would know as artist dates. That's where I just, I simply play. I, I, do, I do whatever comes to, to my mind. And so in this way... I have a kind of version of the discipline that doesn't feel like I'm being disciplined. It feels like I'm being playful. I'm role-playing each day of the week as an overlay to ensure that I'm seeing and tending to all the elements of life. That is it for today's show. If you want to listen to the full episode, I link to that in the show notes, so you might want to check that out. And if you are enjoying how I work, I would be so deeply grateful if you just take five seconds out of your day to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It might be a star rating or a few words. And by doing so, it helps other people find the show. And it also brings a huge smile to my face. So thank you to the hundreds of people that have left reviews. It is so deeply appreciated. So that is it for today's show and I will see you next time.